0: Sheepcast, the date is August 31st, 2020, and I'm Max Park. This is our daily devotional and prayer on Colossians, and today's passage is Colossians chapter 3, verses 14 to 15. This is what the Word of God reads Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Amen. The Word of God. The emphasis, of course, in today's Text is love. The love, love that goes beyond the love of the supernatural, or sorry, the superficial love that we speak of on humanly terms, on earthly terms, on secular grounds. Uh, the definition of love, of course, is one that at times can be quite difficult. Without a biblical source. When we talk about love extra biblically, we're talking about love as a feeling. We're talking about love as a sensation. We're talking about love in simply the romantic term or the romantic usage of it. We're speaking of love on humanistic grounds, human human level uh, ideology or understanding of the term love, right? What we find in 1 John 3.16, of course, is that God himself is love. Now, of course, that cannot equate to love being God or love is God. We're equating God is love, right? In, In essence, God is the perpetrator of love. He is the source of love. He is the understanding of love. If we look at this from an image perspective, he is the fountain of love from which the Christian love and ability to love and the understanding of love flows from. And so, with that said, the marker of all believers, the ones who have truly been unified and are in union with Christ in both His death and His resurrection, and as Paul has been pleading throughout this chapter, when we put ourselves and rid ourselves off of these things, away from the evil practices that once tormented and polluted our lives as sinners, as we slowly live out this life of renewal and this sanctifying life headed towards, uh, headed towards glorification, as we put off anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive speech from our mouths, as we stop lying to one another. And instead, as Paul, of course, uh, commended us to do and asked us to do in his admonishments in verse 12, uh, to put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, and bearing with one another, forgiving one another. Brothers and sisters, this is all just a very long-winded way of saying love one another. And this, of course, was the command that was given to us by Christ himself when asked, what is the greatest of all the commandments? Is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, the great Shema. And, of course, followed by the second commandment, which is not even asked, by the way. Um, he gives it anyway, regardless, because they're so intertwined and connected. Not only are we to love God, that ultimately results in our love for one another. Another. Now, this doesn't mean this love disregards, overlooks sinful behavior or overlooks evil. Just as God, who is, of course, love, does not overlook or does not uh, leave sin unpunished. But rather, you know, the most loving thing you can do is address sin in others' lives, is rebuke the evil that is present within us and is teach others of the love of Christ, to put on love, to put off our sinful behavior, our old selves, and instead to put on love is to put on these things. In Galatians 5, 20 to 23, when Paul lists the fruits of the Holy Spirit, he begins with the word love, right? The first fruit is love, and then the following eight are just simply uh, subcategories of that, right? Love, of course, is the all-encompassing feature, the hallmark feature of the church. But, brothers and sisters, many times it is not so. Many times we're known rather for what we hate, what we're against, what we're not for. And these are things, not bad things, that that we are against sin, for example, or any type of sinful behavior that the secular world will, of course, permit. But it is quite sad that in our character our overall character that we are not known uh, for the love that that we at least have for one another so many people i know of of course left church because of situations like this or experiences like that that's not to say every church is at fault and, and that any church is at fault even because our churches are comprised of sinners but our pursuit should be that as Paul commends here, to put on love, right? It is the perfect bond of unity. It is the very thing that unifies it is the very thing that is the opposite of divisive, it is the opposite of what we're seeing in our culture today, right? That sometimes the banner of love is not really the banner of love, so called, you know, acceptance or tolerance is not love, right? Is the absence of that. Love is not a blindness to wrongness. Love is addressing wrongness. Love is being able uh, to care for someone enough that we are able to even speak on those things, right? That's exactly why that when Jesus dies on the cross for our sins, He doesn't just say, okay, now everybody has a free pass to heaven. But rather it is, of course, an act that's done on behalf of those whom God has elected out of His own love for us right and so let's not confuse the secular definition of love with the Christian definition of love right it follows of course in verse 15 let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts very reminiscent of Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 which we also studied in our previous Philippians study and in that verse of course it says the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus right and so in Christ this peace of Christ of course it's not a peace that is again like love superficially defined by the terminology and the understanding of the world it's not the the peace of the hippies it's not the peace of the anti-war people it's not the peace that we even associate the word peace with right like we don't we, we have such a flawed misunderstanding of these terms because we put them on such human levels such shallow levels elementary levels the peace of christ brothers and sisters is nothing um like what media will have you believe or what even our dictionaries will tell us peace of course ultimately the peace of christ right this is a peace that comes with our union with him our union in what again echoed his death and resurrection to resolve what the wrath of God being unleashed upon the sinner and instead being unleashed on the son the on your behalf the peace that we have in Christ is the greatest peace of all it is a peace that leads to salvation it is a peace that leads consequentially with, uh, with us, the sinner being able to have, have being, uh, being resolved in our status having once again a relationship um with god and the ability to be with him forever right and this is this is the principle the love of christ the peace of christ let it rule in your hearts your minds and your hearts and paul says to which indeed you are called in one body be thankful and as the body this is this is the marker is the marker of the believers marker of faith and in that we are to be thankful My prayer for you today, brothers and sisters, as we begin this new week, is this, that the peace of Christ will rule in your hearts. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, at times we redefine terms that are defined for us by Scripture. Help us, O Lord, to return to the definition as believers that you have rightfully defined for us through your Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. You demonstrated love as we've never seen before, and you gave us peace like we've never deserved. Help us, O Lord, to have these principles rule in our hearts to put on these things and that we would wave it in our lives as a banner. Help us, O Lord, to love the body and be unified in our love and peace in Christ Jesus. Let us be thankful always. All this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and if you're enjoying this podcast, please check out our church Facebook page called Sheep Gate Fellowship and our YouTube channel by the same name. You can join us in worship on Sundays via live stream at 12.45 p.m. Eastern Time, and the link for that is on our Facebook page. I hope the Lord blesses you this day, and enjoy. God bless.